It's uh, 721 on a Thursday morning. Joining us now in our studio is Northfield's Deputy uh, Police Chief, P.T. Hyder. Good morning, P.T. Good morning, Jeff, and I have good morning, you, everyone. I move that microphone a little bit closer. You're sitting in today for uh, uh, Chief uh, Elliott, who uh, I understand is getting his kids off to college today. Yes, he's on the road. Actually, he should be there already in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I'm dropping his son off, so exciting time for him and his son, and... He's, this is his boy's freshman year of college, so it's an exciting time for them. All right. Well, we wish them the best. If you're listening online, uh, Mark, uh, we wish you the best. Let's uh, let's start off with a just a tragic accident that happened uh, very recently involving uh, Melanie Valencia. Uh, she was killed in a uh, auto uh, bike uh, crash, and that is uh, the type of thing that can really. Uh, cause pain to a, a lot of people a large portion of the uh, uh of the population of northfield certainly our hearts and prayers go out to their family but from a police standpoint let's talk about that i would imagine an, a, an incident like this would probably trigger an automatic investigation or yes yes it would and it has and uh, as you can see how it's affected the community in a very strong way um anytime you lose someone to an incident like this and the age I'm the individual of Melanie. It's, it's mm-hmm. like I said, a, a tragic situation. Uh, currently, we are working in collaboration with the Minnesota State Patrol. Uh, they have their experts in reconstruction for for crashes similar to this. So they'll do their um, investigation and we'll collaborate with them on ours um, for the next steps. But it's just a reminder to when you're driving on your bike, you have to pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on to your surroundings. Um, I chat a lot with um, my children about you know, they drive on the bike with their earbuds in and, and you can't hear anything. They're noise canceling. So mm-hmm. you have to be, if you're going to have that, make the decision to have those in or if, or if you don't have, or if you're, you're not paying attention to your surroundings, whether you're on a bike, you're in a car, um, you mm-hmm. have to pay attention to all the things, whether it's to, using your device in the car, things you shouldn't be doing and it's against the law to be doing, you can't do. Yeah, and this time of year also, it's a little bit different. You know, we're, we're coming up to school time. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, kids out. But at that point, you kind of know when they're going to be out in the morning and the afternoon. You watch for them. They're usually in groups. And the, uh, But this time of year, kids can be just anywhere, uh, just being kids. And, uh, boy, you never know when uh, something's going to hap- uh, pop up and you're just going to have to be careful. You do. And, and these aren't all things i'm talking about aren't are not a relevance to this situation Mm -hmm. it's more just kids don't have that awareness that adults have Mm -hmm. and to be aware in their surroundings whether they're on a bike whether they're walking whether they're in a vehicle driving kids don't have that development that adults do to know their surroundings as well so it's just with school starting with and that's going to be starting it's already starting a couple weeks can't believe it Mm -hmm. fall sports are starting it's crazy but we're already to that time of year but just with more kids out in the morning on bikes on foot in the schools um, as a department, we place we place an emphasis on being around the schools every morning with our squads to be visible for that visibility factor. To, usually when people say police officers and see cars, they kind of pay t- pay more attention <laughs> and they kind of lock in so they know, oh, they're in the area. So that's kind of helpful. That's why we make it a point to do that. As far as the investigation goes, uh, I understand these this takes some time. They they have uh, quite a bit of uh, to, to sort through and uh, to uh, quite a bit of uh, evidence and information to, to gather uh, before any uh, charges or decide, decisions are made one way or the other. Tell us about that process. Yeah, these take time. So before an investigation, lots of time is sent to the county or the city attorney for review. Uh, we try to get all the evidence together with interviews, forensic interview, di- digital evidence, all the different kinds of evidence before you know we forward it on for review for the county or city attorney to look at. 
uh, when we use like the state patrol for their assistance, they have their specialists do reconstructions, um, crash reconstructions, and they're not. There's so many specialists around the area, so they're busy, obviously working other incidents as well. So they do their best to fit it in a in a decent time frame, so it's not six months from now where there's a decision made or their investigations getting done. So things take time. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen overnight, mm-hmm. and and we're, and people will still be here, and people will still be here working through it and and grieving like it's happened. Unfortunately. Uh, assistant, our Deputy Police Chief, uh, P.T. Hyder, is with us. Uh, we're talking some of the things that have happened or will be happening going on uh, in Northfield and the, within the uh, law enforcement community here in Northfield. It's a busy time of year. You've got summertime, and that uh, there's a lot of summer events going on. Uh, you mentioned the start of school, which means the start and finish of Defeat of Jesse James Days. You know, 100,000 of our closest friends will be uh, invading town, and it's uh, always a fun time. But let's talk about some of those events and, and uh, the what, what, what you try to, uh, to do as a, as a police and a law enforcement uh, and a peacekeeping officer. Um, this town, as you know, which is great, is it attracts people to this community. The downtown, the town in general between the colleges attracts people to come visit us, which means we have a bunch of community events that, and in the law enforcement world, uh, I've made it a goal, um, our department's made it a goal to make sure that we are visible in, in said events to get to chat with people and be visible. Um, our biggest goal um, in, in community events, whether it's uh, Defeated Jesse James Days, whether it's River Market Fair, whether it's any other vintage band festival, is to take time to get down, be visible, to say hi to people and, and have conversations with people just to get to know people that are, whether they're from in town, out of town. Uh, it's important that we do that. We're, we're blessed in our town for the support that we have for our department. And, and when people come to visit this town, it's so fun to hear. When I do my, I usually do a morning trip around 10 ish to come down, do a walk around downtown. It's great to see people visiting and they want to talk to you about all the events that took place here and how they think the town is. They always call it charming and beautiful, the downtown. And they also appreciate how everyone here is friendly. They say, everyone here says hi to you. In the stores, when you go into the shops and the coffee shop, everyone says hi to you. It's like, it's a, it's like, it's a different place, which is, which is why I've obviously lived here and have raised my life here is because and the family here is because i love this community so i think we're we're very blessed to have those um, opportunities in this town to have events where people come from outside and our own people take vested interest in it yeah i think overall the uh, law enforcement community has kind of moved into a different direction or moved with the times uh, over the course and we're talking <clears throat> decades here it's not a quick turnaround but that community uh, engagement uh, we probably saw that back in a, a yesteryear time somewhere it's really becoming in the, uh, to the forefront now and pay some dividends talk about that Yes, getting out and being not in your squad, being visible downtown on foot. Uh, when you're in your squad driving around, you see a ball game, you see a group of people outside having a bonfire. These times, those are the times to get out and say hello to your neighbors because those are the people that you're working, that you're serving, and those are the people that you're going to work with at some capacity, maybe at some point. So it's important that we get out there and do that. Uh, we <laughs> we chat about being outside of the car and being out of your car is a lot less <laughs> intimidating to some people. <laughs> so, which is important that we get out and have that face to face so we can get to build um, those relationships. Our downtown gives us that opportunity to do that on a daily basis since there's people always out walking around and we can get out and have those engagements. Um, our colleges give us that opportunity with, with um, the educa- the kids are going through educational process to learn, you know, our end of the world and get to know the community and get to know what law enforcement is about. I think in the past few years it has shifted, it went away from. For several years, several years, for numerous years, went away from the police on foot, 
getting to know the people. And I think we're definitely getting back into that, into that. And I think our department is definitely doing that. And we've kind of pushed that out saying we want people pulling extra patrols downtown and at the parks, getting to know people. It's, it's so important that we create, and it's not just on night two night. It should be on a January day when it's nice out walking around downtown, even if it's 15 degrees to take time to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's more difficult when it's cold, but I, I do see them out yeah. there. And, uh, uh, let, you know, Northfield, we like to think is a great town and it is a great town. As you mentioned, you, you pick Northfield to raise your family in, um, but it's, not without issues. I mean, it's not, uh, there's going to be an element of uh, crime or criminal activity, uh, no matter where in the world you go to. It's just kind of part of human nature. Uh, as far as this summer goes, have you seen really any uh, eye, eyebrow raising, you know, criming trends? Usually at this time of year, it's uh, it's all about opportunity. You know, if a criminal has uh, sees something, has an opportunity to steal it, doors unlocked, windows un- open. Are you seeing much of that this year? Not not one that with our trends and with our stats show us that. I think with the two bigger events with with L the L investigation, mm-hmm. Mel Reagan, and with Melanie, it's kind of put. We've had larger incidences um, that have been not the norm here. So it's been, you know, our department has been taxing on the department and we want to do make sure we do our best for those, which has been, I, I would say it's been emotionally taxing on the department's biggest things because it's, it's, the officers have, you know, have to work through things and see things that aren't easy for humans to see on a daily basis. So yeah. I think that emotional part has been tough on our officers, but man, we have some great people that work for us and work with us. It's, I'm, I'm, I get to work with great people every day. I feel pretty blessed. Yeah, the uh, you mentioned the mental toll and the emotional toll because you all have families and the, the cases you mentioned involved uh, young people. Uh, talking with uh, Police Chief uh, Elliot and uh, Chief Nelson in the past and, and also some of our uh, political leaders uh, and representatives and such, one of the focuses has been the mental health and in particular of police officers and, and devoting as a really more of a state uh, from the state on down uh, more resources towards the mental health. Have you, are you are you seeing that uh, at, at this level? And does that uh, uh, have a positive dividends for the uh, for the force? It's, it's very insightful and great question. As a department, we have we this year implement we're doing um, wellness check ins that we every officers went through and staff all staff support staff police officers all sworn non sworn went through um, a wellness check in which has been great for them people to check in. Um, everyone was mandatory to do it, and we've got some very, very, very impactful feedback from that. Just sit down and chat with someone that isn't a police officer that, or that isn't a police officer in the department that they don't have that already personal connection. Because sometimes, uh, as we know with strong personalities, it's hard people to open up to people. Maybe they, even some of their best friends, they don't want to tell their how they're really feeling about things because they don't want to appear maybe weak or appear fragile to someone. So I think having those um, conversations about how things that you see on a daily basis impact you, how you bring it home with you, how you bring it along your daily life. Because when we go home, people go home. They, they, you know, they take the uniform off and they go home and they, and they go home to their children and they have to separate what happened at work from, you know, their home life. And sometimes it's hard for people to do. So I think it's, and in law enforcement in general, Minnesota, the mental health aspect is now really getting focused on and looked at as it should be, because we want to make sure our officers are mentally obviously are well themselves because well officers will take care of people 
that they work with on a daily basis in a better manner. You know, when you go to police uh, events, conventions and such, uh, are, is that some of the topics, some of the big topics that uh, are discussed there? You know, how do we keep our officers mentally healthy so they go home and they can raise their family without, the, you know, bringing what they saw at work home? It's it's a big part of what we chat about with our conventions with inside our walls. Um, it's because I don't want to say it got ignored, but it wasn't addressed for years. The mental health aspect of law enforcement and the officers would and even and I'm not even just say officers. I'm going to say the support staff because the support staff just as well as the officers have to see in the same reports and see things and talk about the same conversations that officers, you know, chat about on a daily basis. So it's not easy for them either. So that aspect's now getting looked at, which is going to only help law enforcement and help our services become even more beneficial and become more empathetic for the community. Deputy Chief P.T. Hyder is with us. P.T., is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I appreciate the time. Um, like I said, exciting time for Chief Elliott to be gone, out and about. I know the police department, we had a meeting yesterday with the DJJD committee. Uh, we're getting ready for that. We're excited for that. We're excited for everyone to come into town. We like doing that weekend because it's a chance for us to show our town and to show our professionalism in our police department. So we're excited for that. Um, I hope everyone comes down and enjoys the time. Hope for good weather. How about that? You always hope for that. Hope for mid-70s and no rain, which would be perfect. <laughs> but um, besides that, no, I appreciate the time. I'm always here um, to fill in for him or if ever you want to chat. So. All right. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming in, and we'll talk to you probably again sometime in the not-distant future. You will. All right. And as, uh, once again, Deputy Police Chief P.T. Hyder. You're listening to 95.1 FM, AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.